0: Your mind is not built to make you happy. It's built to help you survive. So far, it's done a great job, but in the process, it may have developed some bad habits, like avoiding new experiences or scrounging around for problems where none exist. Is it any wonder that worry, anxiety, and self-critical thoughts so often get in the way of enjoying life? Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. Each week, we offer you brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you move in positive directions and master big change. For more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Your Great
1: Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com that's w-e-t-w-a-r-e-m-e-d-i-a.com
0: today we're sharing an exclusive interview with psychologist dr sean smith he discusses his audiobook the user's guide to the human mind why our brains make us unhappy anxious and neurotic and what we can do about it this audiobook is a roadmap to overriding the mind's natural impulses toward worry self-criticism and fear It offers helpful guidance for overruling your thoughts and feelings and taking charge of your mind and your life. In this conversation, Dr. Smith offers advice and helpful information for anyone struggling with a mind that isn't cooperating and hits you with waves of anxiety. He discusses the skill of psychological flexibility and offers a few tips to help eliminate worry and anxiety.
1: The user's guide for the human mind is for anybody who has a brain that seems like it's not cooperating and it's working against you. So, whether it be through anxiety or depression or unproductive habits or just being unable to get yourself moving, our brains oftentimes feel like they're the biggest thing in our way. ACT is. It's informed by behaviorism, which focuses a lot on why we do what we do and why our brains are doing what they're doing. But it also brings in some very old philosophy, some old Eastern philosophy about accepting what the mind is doing and not fighting what the mind is, is doing, which behaviors have studied and discovered that, yeah, when you fight what your mind is doing, you actually get more of the problem. So a lot of that old Eastern philosophy and a lot of old Western philosophy, Stoicism in particular, People thousands of years ago had a pretty good handle on why our minds do what they do to us, why they get attached to certain things, why we reject things, why we crave things, why we avoid things. And so act is a way of basically living with your mind without trying to fight it. When people don't know how to overrule their thoughts and feelings, you end up doing what I did earlier in, in in my younger days, which is acting a lot on impulse, acting a lot on emotions and and really before you can even overrule what your mind is doing, which again is not the same as arguing with it. arguing with your mind is a trap, but you can overrule it and the first step in that is knowing number one what it's doing, and number two, what it's trying to accomplish so for example, when you're trying to get on an airplane because you have some place to go and your mind is not cooperating and is hitting you with these waves of anxiety, if you don't understand that it's trying to protect you, that it's responding to certain cues, that it's responding to your history, that it's responding to a lot of information and why it's doing that and what it's trying to accomplish, that's when people get stuck in panic attacks or unproductive behaviors or spinning their wheels and not going forward. A good basic tip for overcoming worry and anxiety is just minding the basics in life, sleep, diet, exercise. And that sounds like really trite advice, but for folks who are just struggling with that low level tension, anxiety, can't focus, you're distracted, more often than not, we can just eliminate the whole thing by eliminating caffeine, getting good food, getting exercise, exercise is terrific. It's better than any medication, and there's tons of research on this, better than than any medication for a lot of conditions like low-level anxiety, depression. And so if you can just mind those baselines, sleep, diet, exercise, that will take care of a lot of your problems. And it it appears that the brain is kind of like a dog, and if you don't take it out and run it and exercise it, it starts chewing on the furniture. I don't know about other societies, but I know that in Western society, we put a lot of emphasis on getting ourselves jazzed up to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. So we we, got to feel the motivation before we can do it. We got to feel happy before we can go to the party. We got to feel calm before we can give our speech. That's all nonsense. You can spend your life waiting for your feelings to change, but really the opposite formula works a lot better. That when you're anxious about getting up and giving that speech. You can sit there all day and wait for your feelings to change and you can try to calm yourself down or you can get up there. And there are some, obviously some people need some some tools and some help to get past that because sometimes the the anxiety can be pretty debilitating, but the book has tools for getting past that. But Really, waiting for your feelings to change is a recipe for not going anywhere, and what typically happens is that when we start to tell ourselves, it doesn't matter if I feel a little anxious, this is just stuff going on in my head, these are just neurons firing, this this isn't even real, it's kind of an illusion. It doesn't matter if I don't feel like going to the party, it doesn't matter if I don't feel motivated to get going on my work today. If I can take one little step toward that, you know, just touch the doorknob, just put my shoes on, get myself moving, then a lot of times what happens is that the brain, kind of like a little kid, catches up. Because, you know, little kids never want to do the next thing. They never want to go to bed, but then they never want to get up. They never want to eat dinner because they're doing something else, but then once they're eating dinner, they don't want to do the next thing. But once we get them moving in a direction, the emotions catch up, and then they get into it. And... That's really the way to approach your mind when it's not when it's debilitatingly standing in your way, but when it's just being kind of annoying and not cooperating. Sometimes the answer is to treat it like a little kid and say, we're going to do this anyway. Psychological flexibility is one of those uh, terms that comes out of act and behaviorism, and it's a big sounding word, but it's really a pretty simple concept. Meaning that when you're faced with a situation, let's say giving up and giving a speech, and your brain is throwing anxiety at you, psychological flexibility refers to simply having choices. So before you do the work of figuring out what your brain is doing and why it's doing and what it's trying to do, it's very easy to just act on the instinct and the impulse and get sucked into the emotion and say, I can't do that. But psychological flexibility is that ability to say, oh, I see what my mind is doing here. I understand why it's doing it, what it's trying to protect me from. I can listen to it or I can not listen to it. That choice is psychological flexibility. There are two big pieces that I brought into this book. One was act and behaviorism. The other is evolutionary psychology. And the reason I brought evolutionary psychology into this. Is because it's a wonderful body of literature that focuses on the psychological adaptations that we have to the environment. So, if you think about all, what you learned about natural selection in school, is that an animal may develop a certain characteristic because it helps it survive in the environment. We have these psychological adaptations that are very much like the physical adaptations that help us survive. So, that's why our anxiety tends to run in certain directions, and that's why it works the way it does, because our brain really is geared toward not getting us eaten by scary animals, not getting us run over by buses, and, and not starving to death. That being a good example you know, starving to death, we are planners, because We're not physically very strong, but we're very good at storing food, getting food, keeping food. And so that's one of the directions we see a lot of anxiety running is is people checking to make sure that everything's okay in their environment. Bringing that evolutionary piece is a great way of helping people be able to say, I understand why my mind is doing that. And say, I understand what my mind is doing. It's so much easier to step away from it and have psychological flexibility. Who would benefit most from the audiobook? Really, anybody who has a brain that feels like it's just not cooperating. If you feel like your brain, your mind is getting in the way sometimes more than it's helping then this is a great book for you. And the reason I think it's, this is another book that's been out for a couple of years and it's gotten just a a ton of positive feedback on Amazon. I've been very gratified by it. There's one reviewer in particular who wrote this sentence and I'll, I'll read it to you. That little voice in your head is not your enemy or your conscience talking. It's just a very stubborn and powerful guard dog trying to protect you. So that's from an Amazon reviewer. And I think it really, sums up what this book is about that your mind is looking out for you but it gets in the way
0: thanks for listening to this conversation with sean smith author of the audiobook the user's guide to the human mind why our brains make us unhappy anxious and neurotic and what we can do about it you can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer if you'd like more information please visit yourgreatjourney.com Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please rate it and review it. And please share it with friends who might also enjoy it. Thanks for listening.
1: Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks, available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's
0: W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com.